0: Hey folks, what is going on? Justin Masson here with another Justin Jabbers. Um, on tonight's episode, what are we going to talk about? Well, I'm going to give you my thoughts on the whole poke, uh, sorry, Pikmin 3 announcement. Plus, Nintendo has released their investor calls and numbers, and I'm going to break down some of those things because I like, I like talking about that kind of stuff. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is Justin Jabbers. Folks, So what is going on? Uh, I'm not in a car today, which is a nice change, um, and my kids aren't with me. That's not necessarily a nice change. Uh, my youngest daughter, Morgan, who you heard on the Morgan's Minute, and yes, for those of you that did reach out to me, I recognize that Morgan's Minute was actually 21 minutes. Um, but sure, look, she enjoyed the time, as did my other daughter, Rylan to talk about all things Animal Crossing. As a matter of fact, Rylan upstairs is now currently selling turnips on Animal Crossing because she loves that. And... Um, and my youngest is out with her grandparents again. We've been shuttling the kids all around uh, all summer to the grandparents and enjoying that. They're getting ready for school too. Um, so that's that'll be interesting, getting back to school after all this COVID stuff. But I digress, folks. Let's jump into this here. So I guess there'll be two topics I want to tackle. Pikmin 3, right? So that announcement came out yesterday. Nintendo, Nintendo Shadow Drops Pikmin 3. Um, with a launch date of October 30th 2020 to uh, to us and says well sure look at it here you go. you wanted a game you've got a game. So a couple things here let's let's break down all of this. Uh, there is some uh, additional levels that have been added to it. Um, you can play online it sounds like maybe some co-op um, I I guess I, I guess I will say this. Couple things I think of when I think this. First, so is this the only game that we now have for Nintendo first party? Now, so obviously this is the first game that has been announced since Paper Mario. So we have a three and a half month delay, Paper Mario being released in middle of July to the end of October for first party Nintendo games. That is absolutely crazy. Now, the other part of this that I mentioned before is now we don't know anything dated after October 30th. And of course, as I mentioned before, November, mid-November, uh, is such a important place to make, an uh, important spot from a sales perspective. Black Friday, right? And we have nothing dated. So let's talk a little bit about Pikmin 3. Uh, so this released, and I went, I, I did this instantly. Huh, that's nice. I, I, I'm not going to pick that up. Now, let me explain to you why I'm not going to pick it up. I already have Pikmin 3. I already actually have Pikmin 3 on the Wii U. As a matter of fact, when I bought the Wii U, or it was on sale, or something, it was like you get to choose two digital games to download, or whatever. And so I have got that, and like Wind Waker or something like. That. So it's it's literally on my on my Wii U. Played it a couple times, didn't mind it. Thought it was thought it was cool. Um, so I'm not I'm not eager or excited to purchase this one. I won't. Now, a couple interesting things happened after Nintendo made this announcement. First, it became pre-purchased, or able to be pre-purchased in the eShop for October 30th. The second part of it, which was very interesting, was that Nintendo then removed Pikmin 3 and the DLC from the Wii U eShop. Now, you might be saying, so, if you'd wanted Pikmin 3 before, you would have already bought it. Fair enough. First thing... I didn't realize that there was Pikmin DLC, and had I known that, oh shoot, I may have gone and actually downloaded that. But now I can't access that at all. This is an interesting move from Nintendo. It's not a; it is not a bad business decision. And so what I mean by that is, on the eShop, it is selling on the Wii, Wii U eShop, it is selling cheaper than the sixty or eighty dollar price tag. It's sixty dollars US, eighty Canadian. That's why I'm saying those two things. that they are pricing it for in October. So if you remove it from the e-shop, you now have the only way that you can get it is, is through, is through paying more money. So from a distribution channel perspective, from a business perspective, that kind of makes sense, right? Direct people to the, to, to one avenue, one stream to get it. The other now, so from a business decision, not horrible from a, customer or client centric perspective you know client first or a a consumer first it's not great if you were like hey you know what yeah now i'm you know what yeah i want to play pikmin but you know what i do you know what yeah i'll play to my wii u you could go pick it up i'm not saying that this would have drawn you to do it but at least you had if you had a a wii u you had access to it now again one of the things i would argue there is that we know that the wii u sales are, are are for you know or sorry the wii u sales in general are low right like 13 million of those things were sold, right? Like it's, 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 so not like a lot of people have it anyways. And interestingly enough, Pikmin 3, when it was released on the Wii U as of, what was it? December 31st, 2018 sales were like 1.26 million. So not huge. So less than 10% of people have picked up Pikmin 3 on the Wii U. That's what that means. So uh, it's interesting. Like, I, I'm not. The question that is asked is why? Why does Nintendo now go and basically take a Wii U game and port it over the Switch? Well, because here's the thing. It may not be new to me, but it's new to someone else. And this kind of, I guess, rolls into the financials, uh, that were really the investor meeting that was recently held on July. 6th. Nintendo has announced that the amount of Switches that they have sold are 61.44 million. So let's take this into consideration. 61.44 million units are sold. So let's pretend that you had a Wii U, and let's pretend that you were one of the people who bought Pikmin 3. So, I'm one of those people. So, there's 1.2 million copies sold. So, for the sake of this argument, 61.44 million minus 1.26 million is 60 point, my math is right here, zero eight. Yes, that is right. So, of the current install base of the Nintendo Switch, there are 60 potential units, switch units that Pikmin 3 could land on if you don't repurchase it. That is why Nintendo is doing it. And let's say, let's, let's, let's even just move out the model of we know 10%, approximately 10% of the people who bought a Wii U bought Pikmin 3. Well, let's expand on that predictive model and say that 10% of Nintendo Switch owners buy Pikmin 3. Well, guess what? That is 60 or 6.1 million units sold. That's why it's done. That's why Wii U games come over is because it is new. To someone. And if we currently look at the sales numbers and you're like, Justin, that seems a bit crazy. That number seems a bit high. If I look at Super Mario U Deluxe, which was a Wii U port, the current sales numbers on that are 7.44 million. Just over 10% of people have purchased of a game that was a Wii U port that has that deluxe title in it. So Pikmin 3 Deluxe, absolutely reasonable to assume that it will sell at least, at least a minimum 10% of the current Wii U uh, or Switch fan base, a minimum. So over 6 million copies. Now, again, you're like, well, you, Pikmin 3 versus Super Mario, those are IPs that are different. Everyone knows Mario Pikmin's not as huge. Okay, well, so let's even even reduce that number. Right? You can reduce it to 5 million. It will sell. And here's the other interesting part of it. And this is sometimes my argument of, of someone was saying to me, you know, a little bit of a counter to like Marty's commentary. I was like, yeah, Paper Mario is game of the year. And it could be for him. And God bless him if that is right. And I'm happy if it is. But is, is it this? And I'm, and this is not a shot at Marty. This is general commentary. And and this is, you'll, you'll see where I'm coming back here in a moment. If you're in a desert and we're in a desert right now of, of Nintendo first party games, any water will do. What I mean by that is that any game will do and it will satisfy a thirst, right? Because we are craving and we are thirsty, right? Thirsty for Nintendo first party. And if indeed, There is no other first-party Nintendo game coming between here and October 31st. We will be very, very thirsty. Which means that you are more likely to purchase this game. You are more likely to also look at it with more rose tint or rose colored glasses, to be more engaged with it, because finally, Nintendo has come upon you and given you a bit of drips of water to a parched mouth of looking for first-party games. So, here's what I'm predicting. This will indeed, especially for the fact that it is near the end of October, sell very well. It is a first-party Nintendo title coming onto the Nintendo Switch, which has an install base of over 60 million units. It is family-friendly and approachable. Super cute. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, these weird little elf goblin things running around. Looks like a ton of fun. It's approachable. You're selling it at the end of October, right before the Christmas rush, this game will do well. And as a matter of fact, when this... So this game will not be reported out until... Hold on, um This will be... Sorry, I'm thinking of my reporting here for this thing. July, August, September. Okay, so it'll be October, November, December. This will not be reported out till January, end of January, early February. Will we see the actual sales numbers for Pikmin Three Deluxe? It will do very, very well. Again, it is new to someone, and if your commentary is "Hey, but but I can get it cheaper somewhere else, and they're just selling me a sixty dollars game um, that's really you know twenty dollars or forty dollars." Yeah, well, that's what they can do, and they can do that because they know they have the, the the game sell. They know that. They have the data to support it. Whether it's Super Mario Deluxe, whether it is Donkey Kong Country, whether it is Captain Toad, right? These Nintendo first-party um, IPs ports and sell very, very well. So don't be shocked by it. Um, again, that's, that's my opinion. Do not be shocked that this is going to happen. Um yeah again it's it's not for me um again interesting strategy Nintendo dropping a tweet and a video and saying here you go it's out this i think in some ways there's a couple things i would say there the fact that this came 24 hours before the investors meeting results and information was was sent out do not let that go as a miss i think it was very important for them to show their investors look we do have titles coming out um on the Switch, which has an install base of 61 million units. We do have titles we're putting out. So that is income coming in. By the way, we continue to sell hardware, sorry, sell digital sales. We continue to sell software sales. We are continuing to do very, very well. So just because of the fact that you don't have a new game in the last several months doesn't mean that they do not continue to sell all the other games they do have. So from an investor's perspective, it's very well. However, what they want to see is, is there forward momentum? Is there new things on the horizon? And I do think this does show, yes, we do have a game coming out in October. So there you go. It satisfies that need. Now, the other part of this is I think this may actually... A lot of people were saying this kind of squashes the idea that there will be a direct in August. I don't think necessarily squashes that idea. I think they had to get something out before the investors meeting. I've talked about this several times with the importance of showing up at the investors meeting and telling the story, telling the tale that you have, you have to tell as a business to ensure that they feel that there is movement forward and they feel comfortable with it. So again, I'm not overly shocked. I don't think this uh, changes a lot of things. Um, again, the, the thing I would say to people just to just be aware of Pikmin three is new to a lot of people or new to a potentially new to a lot of people. And that's very, very important. And I think what we're seeing from Nintendo this year especially is, is the filler, right? They're using ports and back catalogs to fill out their current catalog this year. So let's think about it. Tokyo Mirage is an example of this. Um, uh, Xenoblade is an example of this. Pikmin 3 is an example of this. Three games Nintendo has released in 2020 have been ports of previously made games, deluxe versions, if you would, whatever you want to call them, are brought over. The only real new games in development that Nintendo have brought over up to this point are Animal Crossing, Clubhouse Games, and Paper Mario. So of their major first-party games... Right. Major first party games. These, are, these are not, this is a DLC. This is an expansion. I'm talking, you know, bricks and mortars hit the st- hit the shelf. Here's a case of those six games. Unless I'm missing something in here. I don't think I am. Of those six games, three have been ports to this point as of January or sorry, as of August 6th, 2020. This does not mean that Nintendo is doomed, by the way. I think people always think like, oh my gosh, now they're doomed. It's never, oh my, what's going to happen? Um, they're fine. They're absolutely fine. And as a matter of fact, this may be a good segue over into the sales component. Of it. So let's break down what I have been talking about here for sales. So as of June 30th, that's the important part. These are as of June 30th dates. As of June 30th, Nintendo's hardware sales reporting 61.44 million units. Incredible, incredible, incredible. And the software is at 406.67 million pieces of software. So which means approximately, approximately six and basically every Nintendo Switch has 6.5 units of software installed on them. Pretty impressive. Now, here's the other really impressive component of it. The Switch is at 61.44 million hardware units. The Nintendo 3DS lifecycle is 75.87. So, 14 million units away from equaling and surpassing, potentially, the 3DS. other part I would say here is these hardware sales are Nintendo Switch hardware. This is the inclusion of the light and the regular uh, OG versioning as well. So continues, continues to truck forward. And again, as a comparison, the hardware for the Wii U was 13.56 million units. So no huge shock. Uh, hardware sales continue to move forward. But let's move into software. And this is kind of where some really interesting things happen. We have to remember that this time period that they're really capturing here was basically, it was, I shouldn't say basically, it was April 1st to June 30th. This is pandemic, right? This is the heart of COVID. This is isolation central. So interestingly enough, staying at number one, number one position, Mario Kart 8 at 26.74. But ladies and gentlemen, do you hear that? It's a newcomer to the second position, bursting into the scene with merely three months and 10 days for actual data gathering and potential sales, Animal Crossing New Horizon at 224 Zero million. This game is chomping at the heels of Mario Kart 8 and very well could surpass it in coming years. If Mario Kart 8 slows down, and we do see some growth in Mario Kart 8. I believe last time it was like $24 So we're seeing smaller, we're seeing the growth slow down. Now, if the growth is slowing down, that could be interesting. If the growth is slowing down to a point where it's almost staggered, that's where potentially a new Mario Kart 9 game could come in. That would actually reinvigorate it. We know Mario Kart always sells incredibly well on the Switch. If indeed that number has slowed down to a part where they feel they're not getting the value out of it anymore we're not seeing that increase great idea let's give it a new shot in the arm how can we do that we can do it a couple ways we can do that through a dlc package right new tracks new modes blah blah or a brand new game i would not be shocked if with the pace that mario kart 8 is at now we see mario kart 9 in the coming 12 to 18 months but animal crossing coming in at number two again these are three months and ten days basically a hundred days and it comes in right at number two now let me be very clear. What I mean this, it has surpassed Super Smash Brothers, it has superpa- surpassed the um Pokemon Sun and Sword, or sorry Sword and Shield, it has surpassed Breath of the Wild, it has passed Super Mario Odyssey. This is huge. So despite us complaining that Nintendo has not provided us more games, right? Where is our games Nintendo? Nintendo can sit back and say, y'all, it don't matter. It don't matter. Look at how we're doing. So from a business perspective, Nintendo is booming. They're doing fantastic gangbusters. And yet from the fans' perspective, from the clout and credibility with fans, we are upset because we haven't got something yet. We haven't got something new. Where's our, where's our January or sorry, what's our September game? Where's our November game? Where is this? Where's my, where's my Mario 3D? Where's my collection? Blah, 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 blah. We are angry at Nintendo or we feel like we're, we're not getting what we want. But from the business perspective, Nintendo is doing amazing. And they are not in a place where their back is against the wall. They are in a dominant position. And these games continue to make revenue for them and continue to be a huge impact for them from an organizational perspective. I fully suspect Animal Crossing New Horizons will surpass Mario Kart 8 in the coming in the coming months. Um in the coming reports, I suspect by the end of 2020, you will see that it has surpassed Mario Kart 8. Moving in the number three position, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate at 19.99, so just shy of 20 million units sold. Uh, following in at number four, Breath of the Wild at 18.60. Pokemon Sword and Shield coming in at 18.22 million, so that's the fifth position. They bundle those together. Mario Odyssey 18.06 million. That's the sixth position as well. Again, we see Breath of the Wild, and this is why we always talk about there being, you know, um, uh, Pokemon games. Pokemon games chart really well. Um, There is always a draw for them. People people want them. They both they sometimes want both copies, so you get a lot of sales there. Another one of the reasons why we see the DLC package that we want you to continue to you know if you didn't buy the game before, maybe you're buying because all these DLCs are out. You feel like the game is more expanded. You feel you get more value of your dollar. Therefore, you're going to purchase it. So those are things that happen as well here. So not a shock. And of course, again, again, this is also one of the reasons why we see DLC strategies for. Super Smash Brothers keeps you playing, keeps people coming back to it. Oh, I didn't buy Smash Brothers before, but now that Min Min's in it, I'm super interested, right? So those are, those are things that will continue to, to grow that way as well. That's why we see Breath of the Wild sequel in development as well. As I mentioned before, Super Mario Odyssey 18.06 million. Uh, moving on, then there is a, a relatively huge gap, uh, where then we have Super Mario Party coming in at 10.94 million, um, Splatoon at 10.71, and then Super Mario Brothers Deluxe at 7.44 million copies as well. So those are kind of the, the, the quick numbers to, to go through as well. Um, interestingly enough, Nintendo is reporting a 428% jump in profit as Animal Crossing wins over stay-at-home gamers. Yep. Not this, that is from Investors Now, um, uh, site, um, news filter. Not a huge, huge shock. Um, as again, this is information that occurred or these are things that occurred during, we're tracking that, that, that COVID stay-at-home time. Um, So it's, it's not a shock. Nintendo is, is doing very, very well. Um, and yeah, I, I think that this, this should not be shocking. They're, they're doing incredibly well. Uh, COVID really, you know, helped boost those numbers for them. Um, again, I think from a fan's perspective, we're all a little bit upset that we haven't gotten different games and we're being given ports, but you make decisions whether you want to buy those ports or not. If you do, great. If you don't, you don't, but don't go ragging on people. Um, don't go ragging on people if they make that decision, right? Like, if again, if Pikmin 3 is new to you or, or you love Pikmin 3 and you're excited to play on the Switch, do it, right? Like, that's, that's you. So we need to just, you know, stop being upset about it, right? Um, we need to stop whining because we didn't get the game that we want. You'll get what you get when it's ready. So stop it. And I know as a fan, I'm like, where's my Apex and where's all these games? But like, we need to, I think we need to be better about those things. Right. And just encourage, man, I'm, I'm excited that for people who have never played Pikmin, they get to play that now. They, they missed it on the Wii U. This is a vehicle. They could experience a really awesome family friendly game. That's a ton of fun with co-op. Like, let's do it. Right. Like, good for them. Um, and so those are, those are things that we need to encourage. We need to kind of break down these, like, fanboy, um, console war attitudes, I think. Um, and just, just be excited. Um, I think as a, as a Nintendo fan, it is very interesting time that we're in, like what is going to happen? How are they going to track? What's, you know, where, when are we, are we going to see another director? Are we going to see more games? What does that look like? Um, yeah, but I mean, I think it's, I think it's interesting. I, I, I think it's very, very fascinating, um, to, to see these, these numbers and these sales things as well and, and see how it tracks. So um, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, that is, that is kind of, kind of it, um, for, for kind of, I guess my breakdown of those two things, so that's, that's po- Pokemon, or sorry, Pokemon Pikmin, and, um, and the sales numbers, and, um, yeah, hopefully you guys have enjoyed these little Justin Jabbers, um, I should probably say, like, what have I been playing? Um, what have I been playing? Actually, not a lot, going to be very honest with you, um, just a little bit of Fortnite, right, still loving that, still, it still scratches that itch for me, um, haven't picked up Paper Mario for a week. Um, haven't really had time to play games, to be honest. It's Just been a very busy week, very busy little time. So, um, and there's nothing in the eShop right now, you know, from a, from a new perspective that's really like got my eye. Um, West of Dead actually had my eye on it, but it got delayed. So we'll see when that comes out. Um, what else is on my eye for August? Um, Windbound. It's a survival crafting game, kinda of looks like um inspiration from Breath of the Wild. That comes out at the end of August. Switch and Bake, which is supposed to come out relatively soon. Um, and Boomerang Foo, which is kinda of like another again, I love these little party games they play with the kids and they're family-friendly. And so those are kind of the ones that are on it. But other than that, I'm like, eh, I don't know, nothing really. Nothing really, really um, catching my eye right now. And that's okay, right? I've got tons of, you know, that's the other thing we complain about. Well, I don't have my game. Where's my game? There are tons of games that are available for you to play. If you don't like it, that's okay. Turn your Switch off and go outside and play. Do something different. There are tons of things and amazing games in the backlogs that we have. Um, To play, And I have tons of games that I need to finish as well. So I'm not overly chomping at the bit of like, where is my next thing? You know, there are, of course, games I'm looking forward to as any of them, any of us would. But if I don't get anything in August, that's fine. Anything in September, that's fine. It's just interesting from a business perspective. I find that fascinating. So, all right, folks, that's it. It's been another episode of Justin Jabbers. Hopefully you enjoy these. Let me know, like send me, seriously, send us a DM or send me an email or something and or, or you know, reach out and say, yeah, I like these, or I don't like them, or what do you think? And you know, yeah. Um, sorry, I haven't been on the show either lately. I actually just saw someone send send a message here. I'm looking at Twitter right now. Uh, Mecha Dragon asks, so since Nintendo's released their financial report recently, is that what is that? Uh, know what that means? It means Justin Masson is now obligated to be back on Nintendo Dads, right? Um, actually, probably not tonight. Actually, it's my and my wife's wedding anniversary tonight. So I don't know if that's a great move for me to be like, so honey, happy anniversary. I'm going to go record with a bunch of guys talking about video game stuff. So yeah, we'll see what happens there. Um, But ladies and gentlemen, thanks very much. Have a fantastic day. I wish you well. Be well. Be safe. Be kind to one another. And take care. Bye bye that Justin was right Justin was right Justin was right.